Hello, Media Villagers. This is Jeff Minsky, lead analyst at Media Village, and welcome to Media Metaverse with Minsky. And today it's actually Media Metaverse with Minsky and Myers, as I'm joined by our co host, uh, my uh, mentor, uh, the CEO and founder of Media Village, as well as uh, recognized media ecologist, Jack Myers. And our guest today, uh, because Jack and I have been having conversations over the past month, in-depth, intense conversations about crypto and NFTs. And so we felt, let's go to somebody who's really in the thick of it in the entertainment and media world, Scott Greenberg, the CEO of Blockchain Creative Labs and the CEO and co-founder of Bento Box. And y'all may know Bento Box a little bit from the fact they've got some amazing, amazing hit shows like Bob's Burgers and Duncanville and my favorite, frankly, that we need more of, Dogs Playing Poker. And I really, really want more dogs playing poker. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, Scott, love welcome. That, so thank you. Scott, uh, welcome. It's great to be here. I appreciate it. Really, really nice to have you here. You know, we, we, we focus on the metaverse and, and things that are going on that are changing and emerging and evolving media uh, on, the, on this podcast. And, and, and I wanted to really, and, and, and truthfully, Jack and I have been talking a lot over the past few weeks about NFTs and all that. But before we get and dive into that, what I want to speak with you is more about your background. You know, looking over your sort of uh, your LinkedIn, as they say, um, I, I know that you're an attorney by early trade. Uh, and then moved into the media world. So tell us a little bit yeah. about that. Went to the University of Miami, uh, studied film, realized I was not a filmmaker after Film 101. So got, kept a film degree and got a history degree. So I love history and stories and uh, you know, was not qualified to get hired in Hollywood and wanted to become a lawyer because it's a, tra a, tra a trade and a craft. Um, and uh, went to law school, became a lawyer, hoped to do entertainment stuff. But I really just enjoy the client side more and um, an opportunity arose to go work for a, uh, a telecom who was buying up media assets uh, called IDT and they um, and went to work for them doing um, you know corporate development corp dev so was that the IDT based in Newark yes yeah and then they bought film they bought you know they bought film Roman in I think 2002 and I was mm -hmm. sent out there um you know, to work with Phil Roman and this John Hyde, the CEO there became my mentor. And I, I learned the animation business because the Simpsons were made there, King of the Hill was made there. Um, and uh, and then as a roll up, it was a media, it was a really amazing, they, uh, me, I got, the, I got my MBA in, in entertainment there. They bought Anchor Bay Entertainment. It was a really amazing media roll up that ultimately got sold to Liberty Media and merged with Stars. But uh, during that time, I was, you know, immersed in animation and at Film Roman watched how those shows were made, build my relationships at 20th and all those shows and kind of got the knack for that side of the business. And, and uh, um, you know, I started running Film Roman very quickly there and really built that out because I was still at home video and a great opportunity there. So I ran Stars uh, Productions for a while after the merger and uh, I ventured out my own uh, with a couple partners from Film Roman to launch a bento box in, in a, during the last great recession in 2008, best time to build a business, uh, 2008. Uh, and uh, we wanted to build a better mousetrap. You know, we wanted to build a better studio and that's what we did. And, uh, you know, and here we are. And then Fox acquired us uh, two and a half years ago. And here we are today. So that's the, that's a truncated story of how I got to where I am. So let's talk to me about blockchain creative labs. Why blockchain, why NFTs? I, I, uh, Charlie Collier runs Fox Entertainment, my boss, uh, you know, last 
March, we start talking about this. And, you know, I think the world zeitgeist of NFTs with top, you know, top shots proved that people can understand what digital assets are. And I think if you take a step back, um, what's really amazing about the blockchain technology distributed ledger and using smart contracts to tokenize something for the first time you can actually bring property rights of assets into the digital world right and that's really fundamental right so you can actually with property rights you can identify things so you know when napster came and eviscerated the music and film business by copying you know, on one level is amazing fans were sharing things at a greater capacity but you had one file that was copied and sometimes you couldn't track it, right? So all of a sudden the value of that file was put to zero, right? But today, because on a blockchain, you can now, every file can be controlled and registered on a decentralized database. So you now, if you have, you can control, here's a thousand, a hundred thousand, a million copies of a movie, a song, a picture, a digital good, you know, um, that now you'll have the this is a serial number and it can be tracked. So all of a sudden, property rights and property law can apply. So people talk about NFTs as being the building blocks of the metaverse, right? So what's the metaverse? But ultimately, there's digital spaces happening, right? So for us, as a, you know, we got to this this way. It's like, well, bento box at our core, um, we're a digital company. We make digital assets. We make digital things. And we secure them. Fox is a company, and you know, we've been making great content. So. You know, the idea to do this was like, look, Blockchain Creative Labs name is specific. It's blockchain technology for a lot of the reasons I just told you what it could possibly do. Creative, at our core, we're a creative company. You know, Fox from day one, it's been a creative company and entrepreneurial company. <clears throat> Bento Box was as well. In Labs, is, there's a lot of hypotheses that we want to prove. So our big hypothesis is we believe that this technology can disrupt the content production finance and distribution business. We think this is the future. And I think it's better for the fans, better for the creator, and better for you know, the, the company who's helping facilitate and partner to do, to do that. So we see that in the future. Second, uh, you see a lot of early adopters right now. Fox as a platform, we believe in mainstream adoption. And so our other hypothesis, you know, Fox, this is another Charlie Collier idea, Fox taught America how to text 30 years ago with American Idol, right? Nobody knew what texting was in. Yep. You know, Seacrest popped the phone and say, you had to press nine, you know, do this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. And then more people voted <clears throat> for the winner of American Idol than they did for the presidential election those years. So our view is if we can teach America to know what it means to own a digital asset, that this has property. Your digital doppelganger of your phone, of your coffee cup has value. It's not a scam. It's not just something that's important. We can do that. We want to, and then also, helping creators do that as well. So that's where we want to go because we believe it's the future of distribution. But it's high friction. It is not easy to do. I even have trouble, you know, doing it myself. So, you know, I see uh, Jack's a baseball fan and all the great stuff behind memorabilia. We're not even the first inning. We're still in batting practice. Right now. I don't even think this started, right? So for the first time, and I give credit to Fox. I mean, you know, Paul Cheese, we're the CTO and, and Lachlan Merton was so great to us. Like we are truly a startup inside this company. They've, we have the, the true entrepreneurial spirit of this company say, this is where the future is going. Let's go build to that and creating a lane. And like, you know, my partner, Melanie Hildebrand, who's president of this company, who's CISO over there, a brilliant technologist. You know, she partnered with me, she works for Paul. And we just pulled some of the best of the best from the company we've recruited outside and we're going straight at it. So to answer your question of why South by, 
like once we formed the company, like that's May June, and South by hadn't been around, had been closed for two years. And one of our, you know, early employees, really smart guy, Sean Alban, works for us, is in Austin. He said, "Hey, we should sign up South by." He's got, you know, one of our good friends was a programming guy there, uh, and so we called him. And, you know, they had just sold fifty percent of Penske. And it's like, you know, can we, they weren't even, they weren't even selling sponsorships yet. Like, they're like, ah, we don't even know what's going, you know, COVID. I said, we believe in you, we're in. So we, they appreciate, we wanted to partner with them. We just said, listen, we want to be your titles blockchain. They never had a blockchain sponsor before. And what we said was, we want to be a sponsor, but we want to work with you and all your acts to help guide them, right? So, so they helped us and we went out to all their, their, their artists and musicians like, hey, no cost to you. You know, when you come to this, do you want to, you know, have a proof of proof of authority, proof of, of participation, proof of attendance token? We'll facilitate it for you. That'll allow you to. You want to sell an NFT of your music or something? We'll facilitate that for you. So we created a portal for creators on board in the storefront that you'll see. And so for us, what we really care about, you see now, you, you saw our schedule come out. This is less about look at Bento Box. You know, we're going to be only us in this space. This is a community, and so we want to basically talk the story of what this is Web three. And we just we believe we want to be we want to lead adults in the room and, and how, okay how do we help creators and, and and owners come on board and do this we're going to partner with people and this what will this look like in in five years so anyway that's why we're there so we're really excited to tell that story because we think this is the future of media and so we're bringing some of our competitors in some of our partners in people just in the space because we want to tell that story because I think it's good for the business you started uh, testing the NFT part of of the blockchain. Uh, activities with the mass singer, correct? Last yes. last year, yes. Um, and and what lessons have you learned from the mask first, and how has that gone? I know it's on the Alluvio chain, I believe. Yeah. So <clears throat> one more thought, just for South by. Sure. It also is just where entertainment tech worlds come together, and you know, you know that's where Twitter launched, Square launched. It's just the right place for big things to happen. You know, we just invested in Alluvio uh, because. Uh, Paul Cheesebro, the CTO of Fox, knew of them well. Um, Michelle Munson and Shervon, her husband, found a really brilliant technologist. Uh, they built and sold Aspera to IBM, you know, one of the most important file things that we all use, entertainment for file sharing. And they built, they basically wanted to build a more efficient way to deliver content files than you know the current way because it's expensive and inefficient. So they you know, with, uh, you know, CDNs and with AWS. So they basically built a decentralized ledger, uh, decentralized video storage, media storage business and delivery. This is a couple years ago, this is before, you know, blockchain, you know, so, you know, it's Ethereum based, but, and so for us, where we're coming from, like, well, that's interesting. Because when we look at some of the early things in blockchain, we say, okay, the tokens on the blockchains, you know, provenance, provenance of who owns it and who owns it, the history of owned it, but where's the media file, right? So mm -hmm. some of these NFTs, like, wait a minute, you, you know, some of the early problems, like, what do you really own, right? You know, you, you don't own the file. Where's the file? Which we we call that as a problem. Uh, and then IPFS, which is an open protocol, which is super amazing. Is it safe? You also don't have DRM there, right? So at some point, you know, so what is that? So your 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 token and your file are separated. And it's just coming from media people. It's like, well, okay, I know I right. want this. But you have to solve that, right? And so we felt that Alluvio had a new technology where the token and the asset were together, both mm. in decentralized ledgers. And uh, we thought that was really interesting. Look, it's a young technology, it's growing. Uh, so for us, it was a partner launched Mass Singer on. Uh, 
and uh, we had a lot of learnings there, which talk about. But we're also using them. They're a partner for Dolly Parton of uh, and bookend at at uh, South by. We're bringing Dolly there, and we're going to stream her 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 and James Patterson have a book coming out this month, an album. We're going to stream the whole concert and fireside chat, and then then. James will get off stage and Dolly's do some songs from the album and her greatest hits. Yeah. And we're going to stream it live in Alluvio for free. And then uh, it'll be open for 30 days after for rental. And so showing what that technology looks like. Mm-hmm. And then as well, in the, in the Welcome to the Dollyverse site, you can buy her music album as an NFT. She has the same ownership rights as you have as only a CD or an album, not the license rate that you get from Apple. Like it's not like that. You actually own it. You have physical provenance to it. You can resell it. And then Dolly, and we you'll get a royalty for the sale. And we're gonna sell a poster. That's all on Alluvio. We're doing that there. And as you're de- uh, jumping in, uh, you're also developing uh, the Dan- new Dan Harmon show for for Fox, uh, Copopolis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and NFTs have been at the foundation of that. I, I believe it seems like a. It really seems like a natural for NFTs. Gods, goddesses, kings, manators. Yeah. Uh, Hannah Waddington. So. Yeah. Yeah. So look, from day one, like again, because everything we do is digital. So every asset in that show has been drawn and then everything's filed on a database. It's, it's basically marked for the blockchain. Anyway, so so we're, we have, we're going to mint everything at some point, make it accessible. And you're going to see coming out pretty soon our rollout strategy for that. But every asset, because it is like we, it's every asset is on, is, is on a database. So ultimately it's all going to be available. So we're going to roll it out in the time and really, and, and you're right. For us, we want to be, that's something about an immersive relationship where fans can see all the assets. Maybe they can buy some. And, you know, we look at the distribution chain, like, you know, if you broadcast television, you have home video, you have SVOD and cross. We're not looking to disrupt that right now. Uh, it'll still, crap will air on Fox, but then there's a world you'll, you can actually buy the video version as an NFT at some point. It'll still go through a Hulu deal. You'll still in the same place. So you're not going to disrupt any of the economics. But frankly, we're going <clears> to <throat> reactivate the home video model. But at the same time, also, we're going to activate our fans to have ownership and opportunity in, in the space. And uh, so, uh, Jack, a lot of cool stuff coming out with that. You know, uh, we, we agree. I think Dan's amazing. He is a uh, true genius, and the world is just wild. Uh, and uh, look, his fans love him. And so, this is a real opportunity for. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time for Dan to strengthen his relationship with his fans. And so, so it really becomes a two-way relation. So we're really excited. I think next, you know, next few months, you're going to see some cool shit stuff. Sorry, rolling out of that. And where does, where do advertisers fit into the model? Uh, I think there's a huge opportunity for advertisers. Uh, it's something we're talking about working on now with the Fox ad team and a lot of our core brands. Uh, Think about this. And so I don't have the answer yet or things we're thinking on we'll, we'll talk about soon, but in web two, we all you know, intentionally, unintentionally, we agreed to give all information for free to the Googles of the world and others in exchange for free stuff, right? And at Facebook, right? And you know, we we're naive and was fine, but now we're all seeing the dangers of privacy and your information out there. Which is and then what's being done with it and other people making money on your tent and that's just not good, right? And that's an, that's an decentralized in Web three decentralized. Well, one because peer to peer, all your information is yours, right? And as a and even as a as a studio, my my IP or my creator, all my creative information is mine. So I'm not putting it somewhere else. Let somebody else monetize it. If you want to use my 
media, you have to pull it from me. And here's a smart contract. You can pay me this or rent it for this. So, and if I'm a person, right? And so instead of saying, so if you're brand A, hey, I would love, you know, if you give me your email address, I'll pay that creator to let you watch that show. That's a good trade. I'll do that for you. Or hell, if you tell me what town you live in, I'll give you a coupon, right? It's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, so all of a sudden there's a trade. Like, well, I, I'm comfortable with that brand to give you more information to get something else that's a relationship or I don't know who you are, so I don't want to do that, right? And so I think there's a real opportunity for brands to have a more one-to-one -one relationship with fans, which is much more important than what they currently have now. You have much more specific information and an actually driver like, hey, you know, if you do these actions, you want, if you, you know, you play to earn games, you know, what's, what's that next, you know, if you do these things and you go to a store, this QR code will buy you a drink. So I think for an advertiser, frankly, there's going to be a lot, you're going to see a lot of really interesting products that was actually make it much more effective. And all the middle people taking the rake will go back. I think ultimately paying the consumer and paying the, the, the creator and the content brand. I think, I think ultimately it's going to be much better, but these are the things that people have to build. These are the things that we're building because it's still, mm -hmm. Still batting practice. And so those that's what's exciting. You start figuring out what are those tools. I, I think there's so you know, you see all the money moving to digital. I, I think it's the only exciting time. Because then if I'm a creator, an advertiser can subsidize my content directly, you know, and uh, you know, and I think it's all organically what we need what do you need and we'll, we'll, we'll build it or something else to build it. I think this is organic. I think you're gonna see a a new industrial revolution and real great products and all these different industries doing that, but that's just in our space. Like, you know, let's not even talk about in real estate, mm -hmm. uh, in law, you know, I think there's gonna be a lot of products that this is just really gonna help make creative efficiencies and, you know, and, 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 and it's really exciting. I mean, we've spoken a lot about it on the NFT side, but if you start to look about some of these immersive <laughs> worlds, like a Decentraland or the Sandbox that have been created, you know, you've got some very successful IP under your belt. Um, do you anticipate the evolution of that IP into some of these crypto-based worlds? So. Um, we believe in the metaverse. We believe in multiple metaverses. We believe there's one. Right. We believe there's many. Right. Um, we believe there'll be ultimately be a bridge between all of them. So if you have a NFT that's a digital building block, ultimately you can move across. Um, we're talking to all these people. We're not going to bet on one right now. Um, how it fits into our strategy, we we, it's not, we don't have a clear view yet, but we we are going to pick. We are going to be putting our stuff there because. You know, um, you know, if you look at the next generation, I think we think Roblox is a great brand. Look at Roblox, how great of a brand that is. You know, kids today between Minecraft and Roblox, they're living, breathing, and even in, in a, you know, uh, uh, in the Epic Games, you know, in uh, those things, kids live in virtual worlds. They engage in virtual worlds. They transact in virtual worlds. They make their own stuff and make money in virtual worlds. So, if our next eighteen to thirty-four consumer, who's not that far, who's ten years away that's their first experience, we gotta be ready for them, right? No different than, you know, 15 years ago, babies, you know what a mag, they, they, they look at a magazine and try to touch it like a iPad. It's like, why doesn't this thing move? That was my kid. Or the TV screen, the TV screen, it wasn't, yeah. So these kids are like, what do you mean? I, I have to actually talk to you in real life? Like, come on. So that's where it's going. So I think we, we need to get with the program, frankly, you know, and uh, I think that's just how it's evolving. So, you know, we're just gonna have these, Oh, you know, and I, you know, these, you know, you see some of these cool apples with their glasses. I, I think just the notion of the of the fluidity between the worlds 
it's been really fascinating. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're experimenting and we're going to try a lot of them and figure out how it all flows together. But the key is it has to be organic. We always ask ourselves why, right? Let's not just do it to check the box to have that thing. Or, you know, or let's not try to recreate a web two or a traditional media thing in the virtual world. Why are we doing this? Is there value for doing this? And it's a hard thing because you get caught up of just to replace this, you know, but uh, there's a lot of efficiencies, you know, we're looking for, you know, there's a lot of what's the utility we're giving? What's the social clout we're giving? Who, you know, you know who's making money all of us who shouldn't make money or, t- or who, who's taking too big of a rake, right? Look, there always should be a rake because like we all, people should get paid for a service, but there's been a, there's a bit of inequity right now. I mean, if you look at the total revenue generated by Netflix, you know, you look at total revenue generated by the music business as a whole, and you, but then you look at the total revenue generated between Apple and Google for their 30% charge, that's greater than Netflix, greater than all the music business. That's a problem, right? You know, that, that shouldn't be, right? So, but they should make money because they, they try to create service, but it should be equitable. So with all the economics aside for a second, with all this new technology, with NFT, with uh, blockchain, has that changed the creative process outside of just, I mean, are you going into it now going, hey, why don't we add this <clears throat> to the storyline because it would make a great NFT or, you know, how's that working? Uh, still gospel for us. Okay. But, you know, we're never going to, I mean, it's never very <laughs> rare chance that we'll ever let the fans tell our creators what to do. Right, our, our creators love to hear from their fans, like things like that. In the day, we believe in creators. We believe in creative people. You know, you get dance like Dan Harmon, guys like Lauren Bouchard. You trust them. You had a show. You let them. They know their true north. You let people out there. Let them make the show. You know, that, the best thing you do is get out of their way, right? <laughs> and like hold them on, and you know, and you start trying to say, "Oh, I need this." If it look, if it happens, great. What really better is we read the scripts like, oh, this would be fun, right? We kind of go backwards or where are you going? Uh, where it might affect is like, okay, well, you know, new show. We'd love to make half hour episodes. Or can we start with a, a series of short? Like what's the economics or something? So I think, you know, how we, I, I think the format, you know, look, I think there's a lot of learnings from some companies that began and like launched and ended very quickly the past couple of years. We believe short form content was going to work. I don't know. I, I think that, I think, I think the medium will drive it. Like, you know, how do you tell a, uh, you know, you know, VR had its moment. Nobody could figure out how to tell a compelling story in that space. I think we're still telling the stories. Uh, I'm still a VR believer, but okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, I am too. I am too. But I also think I believe in games. I, like, I think guess that's a choose your own adventure. I'm not, you know, like I, I can't. I've tried. I've not sat in a. I've not been wear my goggles and watch a movie. You know, like I just get. I guess me dizzy. That's just me. But I would love to go walk around like uh, I, i'm still waiting for the holodeck right i mean you know from from star trek like that'd be the coolest but that might, i might not need goggles for that like you might just have your walls and figure that out so mm-hmm. but uh but look i think potentially going to watch uh an event in the metaverse with my friends have a social experience for kids that's interesting you know i'm fascinated by the process two and a half years ago fox buys uh bento box you come you know, having evolved up with the, with the great programs and the foundational programs uh, for Thursday night comedy, you're you're focused on animation. I'm I'm eager to hear what did the pitch look like when you went into and who did you go into with Blockchain Creative Labs? I work for. I'm very lucky to work for really smart entrepreneurial people, right? So. 
uh, Charlie Collier, best in class, Amy Carney, his partner, they're the best. And so the fact that they even were open to hear the pitch is amazing. And then to Paul Cheesro and Lachlan Murdoch, who are already thinking, look, I was the right place, right time. They're all talking about it already. I had no idea. So I just came, you know, came in and I work for an entrepreneurial company who's looking to, when they find the right thing, go all in. So I can take a little credit for that. This type of people I bought Bento Box to get to work for. So that's most of it, to be honest. I just, you know, honestly, you know, have a, our quarterly board meeting at Bento Box, we report how well we're doing and it was always coming with some big ideas. And I think it was just people all thinking the same thing. We had a conversation, right? And so, you know, uh, you know, we just said, look, we're a digital company. We make digital things. We understand this and, you know, we should be in this space slightly. And we talked about it and it just the conversation evolved. And uh, Charlie turned to me and said, you know, uh, he said, let's go, let's go write the press release to the business that we want. So he and I sat down for about two months and did that, you know, and we created the name and blockchain creative labs for the reason I told you before, mm-hmm. you know, and I've never done this process before. This is Charlie's process, but it's, it was a great workflow. It was, it was, you know, he's been a great mentor to me to learn this stuff, but it's like, okay, well, let's write the business. You know, it was like almost manifesting, right? And say, like, this, this is where we want to go. Drove less, less, less like, who wrote this press release? Like, wait, it's not a real press release, Les. This is a, this is a vision document. <laughs> you know, his machine, they got like, are the press people in this? Like, no, no, this is where we want to go. And and that just became our, our blueprint, right? And I was like, this is where we want to go. And that started with conversations and working up the chain with, you know, senior management. And then again, Melody Hildebrand came on board and Paul Cheesebro and we started mapping it and just, you know, and it was like, go after some rights. Like, can we compete with the competitors of rights acquisitions? We strategically went after the WWE because we have SmackDown and networks that felt organic to leverage the network. You know, we started with Mass Singer because that felt organic to what we're doing. So, and again, that's kind of the story came together. So honestly, Jack, I, I thought I was just, I thought I was pitching in the wind. You know, Charlie talks about, you know, um, you know, when he was hired, he's running a very well-funded startup. You know, Fox, the Fox Network became Fox Entertainment. And we all work for a startup, not certain, you know, um, and still the number one network on television. <laughs> we still have great TV shows. You know, Michael Thorne and Rob Wade do an amazing job programming that. We work closely with them. My job is to, how do I, how do I augment what they're doing? How do I leverage on that for us to go lay the next groundwork for them? Because we're out of the streaming wars. We, we, you know, we sold out of that. We're picking the next battleground. So mm-hmm. this is a collective experiment and working with all the resources we have. Uh, it's just a, really great team entrepreneurial I mean, you know it's uh it's 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 a, it's, a, it's not the fox people think it's a special place it's a it's for an old business it's an amazingly forward-thinking entrepreneurial place in which we're just uh really, it's really fun so I'll, I'll ask one last question before jeff uh brings us home uh anything planned in sports sure well um uh, by the way, we also have Tubi, which is the fastest growing AVOD out there. So we're, we're working closely with them too. So we look at the whole ecosystem. Uh, well, look, WWE is sports right. entertainment, right. is entertainment. So, it is, well, so yeah, we, okay. we have that. Uh, there's a couple of things you'll see very soon. And I'd say if you look at the Fox Network and, and Fox Sports One portfolio of rights that are coming on, which we probably have the best portfolio of rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these new companies, new sports leagues and old sports leagues are now bifurcating the rights. So we're looking at ways 
to augment that experience on air. Because again, we're not a marketing department. We're not licensing department. We are a revenue generating business that layers on. But uh, uh, in addition to wrestling, uh, we are going to, you know, I think watch and learn is some very cool stuff. But we're, di we're different than some of these other companies. Like, we're not a collectible business. We're not in that business. You know, we're really looking about what's the premium entertainment experience the values what you're doing and augmenting that and so uh i think uh i think wait and see there'll be some really fun stuff we'll be talking about in the next few months maybe you can solve the uh mlb lockout uh as long as i get my dodger dog and uh, <laughs> watch, uh the dodgers in their time I'm, I'm gonna be happy i think i hope they'll work that out that i can't do everything that you're doing is definitely web three and it's definitely um charting new new territory and we're gl glad to hear that you're doing it and be successful and we're looking forward to the advertising aspects and what we can do yeah. from that and hearing more about that as those start to develop uh, yeah, is so tell uh, your, your your viewers this way go to welcome to dollyverse march 18th you can watch the live stream for free and then for 30 days after you can watch it on demand you can see what a 4k blockchain experience on Luvio looks like it's awesome or go buy your dolly poster go buy your uh, dolly album or go to bcl.xyd slash south by south x by south by southwest you can see the store and some of the stuff all the amazing artists we're working with there um so that's my plug and so uh and watch watch fox and sunny nights animation thank you very much for joining us today uh, you were really, really enlightening about what's going on with uh, Bento Box and Blockchain Creative Labs uh, with them in the metaverse. Uh, I want to especially thank my co-host today, Jack Myers, CEO of Media Village and Media Ecologist. And uh, everybody here, tune in again and, uh, for the next Media Metaverse uh, with Minsky. Have a great one.